Hello, I'm Stuart Chittenden, and this is Lives, a conversational show about people, their stories, and how they bring community to life. April 16th is the first ever Public Radio Music Day. I'll be taking a special look back, featuring some of our favorite Tiny Desk concerts and conversations with the musicians that have enlivened us with their stripped-down, in-studio performances over the last few years. Today's guests include Andrea Von Kampen, Andrew Bailey, Clarence Tilton, Virginia Catherine, Mizon Jix, Jocelyn, and Laura Byrne. We'll begin, fittingly, with the first performers that appeared on the show, the Hotman Sisters. Uh, we're going to kick it off with a song called Backward Progression. <laughs> Water, I'm ebbing and flowing. I'm rolling and cycling, exposing and posing. I'm droning and winding up, down, down, backward, I'm down, down, backward. Unwinding the distant silver line, circling the scope of modern dreams. Unwinding the distant silver line, circling the scope of modern dreams. Unwinding a distant silver line, circling the scope of modern dreams. Unwinding a distant silver line, 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 line. See, I'm a creature of habit. I'm sickly from nature and my feral existence. I'm a slave to this pattern. Oh, here I am, here I am in the space where I began. Here I am, here I am in the space. Modern dreams unwinding the distant silver line, circling the scope of modern dreams unwinding the distant silver line, circling the scope of modern dreams unwinding a distant silver line, circling the scope of modern dreams unwinding a distant silver line, line. Lining, 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 
Portman sisters comprise sisters, Jessica and Heather, both of whom sing, with Jessica on electric guitar, Heather on synth, and drums played by Ed Getzlaff. In 2016, they released their first recording, titled This Too. And, since their visit to the studio for our Christmas 2017 show, they released their EP titled Louder. When we spoke, I asked them why they chose Omaha as their launching pad for their music career ambitions. Yeah, um, I mean, Heather and I, honestly, we debated this for a while. Um, You know, we grew up here, so we have family in the area. We're comfortable with getting around. It's reasonable to live here. There are things happening here. So a lot of good things about Omaha. Um, Obviously, we, you know, we threw around, maybe we should move to Nashville and try something there. But the thought was, well, it's going to be more expensive, more saturated, and um, might be harder to just get our project, like a foundation and get it off the ground. And um, we all love New York City. So, I mean, that's ideally where we'd like to be at some point. (laughs) Um, But it's such a good thing that we started in Omaha because, like I said, money-wise, it's been smart. Um, We've been able to play easily. When we first started out, we just started with open mic nights. And it was crazy the first first open mic night we played, I, I had heard about it. It was at Page Turner's Lounge and I'm like, Heather, we're going to do this. We're just going to get up and play three songs. And we just did all covers. We didn't even do our own music and ended up meeting a bunch of people that are in the Omaha music scene. So it was a great way to kind of get into that whole scene of people, what's going on. And from there we started playing shows and then it's crazy too. Ed'll have to share his story but he was living out in boston had plans to go to new york city never intended to come back to omaha ended up back here and um the drummer we had at the time wasn't going to be able to stay in our project and so we ed and i worked at the same nonprofit. we ended up meeting each other and i was like hey we're going on this tour you want to play drums he's like i don't know you but sure <laughs> and it worked out great so there's been so many good things that have come out of omaha it's been uh, a really great place to start playing music. I think it's good to sort of establish what you're doing in an area where that's possible. You know, somewhere like New York City, it's it's going to be not impossible, but a lot harder. Um, and there's still a market for playing shows here in Omaha, but we're, we're able to grow and, and also play outside of Omaha. I think that's a big thing for us is we don't just want to be in this city as much as we love it. We have traveled most of the year, actually, and, and played a lot more outside of Omaha. So I think we, we try to do both. The 100th Lives Radio Show and Podcast in May 2019 was celebrated in the company of Andrea von Kampen. Von Kampen is an independent folk singer-songwriter based in Lincoln, Nebraska, whose effortless vocal delivery has been praised by here Nebraska as soulful and worn in. She's quickly established herself in the recording studio and on the road. I asked her about the business of music and the catalyst for her going from music as a part-time endeavor being all in. Well, one thing that was vital in knowing I could do this full time was the digital world. And so I had had my first taste of success with digital streaming my senior year of college. One of my songs had gotten into a pretty big playlist. And so quickly we started to see streams going up, but it was not enough to live on. Um, And so then it was sort of like, well, how do we get this to a point where there's actually some consistency with it? And um, slowly and surely it did start to grow and grow and grow to a point where it kind of did become a stabilizer and knowing that I could do this full time. Um, And it wasn't everything, but with that growing, we knew that the shows would grow. We knew that we'd actually be able to get into venues and kind of it would all work together to make this a full-time thing. Yeah, so this song is on my new record and it is called Portland. It's kind of about a journey that I took, but about a few other things as well. This place looks nothing 
Like where I come from The trees they turn later The sky comes undone We drove all night through Coeur d'Alene And I woke up with the sun Onwards to Portland, Oregon I just want to leave to say that I did Nothing against all the green fields of my childhood But I'm driving through all the same places that I used to I'm gonna Portland If I am lost, I'm lost on purpose Please God don't find me If I am running, I'm running away All on my own I get lost, I get lost, I get lost Nobody cares if the foundation's cracked As long as it looks good when somebody asks Yet I've got a man who loves me despite what I like We're gonna Portland, Oregon anyone asks If I am lost, I'm lost on purpose Please God don't find me If I am running, I'm running away All on my own I get lost, I get lost, I get lost Andrea von Kempen's new release is the five-track EP, Romeo and Juliet, which you can hear at her website, andreavonkampen.com. Andrew Bailey joined us for a show in July 2019. He has worked with platinum recording artist Aloe Black, Ms. Lauren Hill, members of Snarky Puppy, and many others, and has shared the stage with George Clinton, Talib Kweli, Layla Hathaway, and more. After extensive touring across the US and Europe with legendary gospel and funk organist Corey Henry, Bailey relocated from the East Coast and returned home to Omaha, Nebraska. Bailey was a passionate hockey player in his youth, and I asked him, stretching the metaphor, how being a hockey player is like being a musician. I don't think specifically hockey has anything to do with, with necessarily being a musician, but you can on some level draw um, a comparison between, you know, really high level world-class musicians and, um, you know, world-class uh, uh, professional sports uh, uh, figures and players. Like, you, you know, there's a saying, right? Amateurs practice until they get it right. Professionals practice until they can't get it wrong. And that I feel like that really embodies a lot of the things like it, that has really nothing to do with being creative. But if you work on, you know, sharpening those tools and um, and just like the mechanics of everything, like you can combine that with a, a, a creative mindset. And, you know, all of a sudden, these these things that seem really incredible and difficult to, you know, your average person become 
normal. And I, I'm not saying I'm in that class at all. I'm just saying like, if you look at um, kind of what it takes to become great at really anything, and you can, you can lump uh, really any profession in with that. You put those hours in on the right stuff, you can be great at something. And it's, that's there for anybody. Uh, I'm not a special case at all. Bailey had just released his first full-length album, Wasteland, and he played this song from that record. I'm going to play a song now. I'm going to play one from the record. Um, this is called, uh, it's called A Slow Demise.
Clarence Tilton's music might be described as country, rock, blues, folk, but the label that settles out is usually Americana. Formed in 2014 from what they describe as a consolidation from the debris of a collision of whiskey and old-fashioned gear, the band comprises brothers Chris and Corey Weber, Craig Meyer, Paul Novak, and Jerron Wayne Storm. Given the band contained several really gifted musicians, I asked if there were ever any creative tensions sparked by such a group of talented individuals. How does that work in a band like Clarence Tilton? It's a good point. It, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, Corey and I have been, we're brothers, so we've been doing this for a long time, and we've kind of come to the realization of you let some things roll and some things when, when uh, I don't know. I think of that a lot that you, you don't want around the edges. You don't want a group think if someone has an, an idea that's honest and true, you don't want to bend it. You don't want to change it. You want it to stay there. And, and that's, I mean, I don't think we run into those troubles that often. I mean, we love to practice. It's, we love to get together and just work on stuff. And so songcraft is all the fun. I mean, that other than the, the whiskey. Another holiday special. The band joined me just before Christmas 2018. At the time, the band were getting ready to release their new album, Start Already Lost, from which they played this track called First One Home. Stumbling through another year Searching for some greener grass Bell ringing loud and clear Or just the clinking of your glass Staring at the wedding cake A pair of hungry eyes that could not wait Friday lights burning bright much too bright to see Raise a glass to the groom Spill on the bride-to-be What a laugh to believe I could make it all alone Last one to leave So now the first one Opens up Sound of Lindale pouring in Way, way more than enough Wheel turns to you again And for those more inclined to think The great minds gather around the kitchen singer-songwriter Virginia Catherine joined me in the studio for our July 4th, 2018 show. Her first album, Vintage Sepia, had just been released. For Virginia, it's the stories that bring meaning to the music, 
whether with words or without. If you go to one of her shows, chances are you might see her throw back her head and wail out a blues tune, drag a bass slide across the strings of her lap steel guitar, or hear the delicate nuance of fingerstyle folk guitar. I asked her to explain to me what she meant by fingerstyle folk guitar and to explain her love for traditional forms of music. Well, let me offer a little bit of an example here. <laughs> so uh, here in the studio today, I brought two guitars. Um, over there, I have my Guild Dreadnought, which has, um, unbeknownst to me, I, I have no idea whose signatures those are, but it is decorated with several signatures. And then the guitar in my hands right now, this is a resonator guitar, and it's... um. This one you would more commonly hear in blues or country music. And I think you'll kind of hear the difference as I transition from this guitar to the other one. There's a sort of a tinny metallic sound, the metallic sound to it, because this kind of guitar was originally designed um, when guitars were first being brought into bands and they needed a way to project the sound before amplification happened. So they designed this resonator that goes on it. And that's why it's called the resonator guitar. So um, we're talking about finger style, so I'm getting ahead of myself here. Um, so a lot of times you hear like the strumming singer-songwriter. So that, that's your strumming technique, but um, finger style means that you're using, um, or at least I'm using, my thumb and the first three fingers on my hand. The pinky doesn't really have much to do with it in my playing, but um, you're using those fingers to pluck out a tune a little bit more delicately, like this. So the thumb kind of makes the bass line and the, um, the fingers kind of make the accompaniment. And especially in a lot of these British fingerstyle guitarists that we're starting to talk about here, um, you'll hear them playing melodies over the bass line like this. I have to say, I, I love that sort of impromptu guitar lesson, which is <laughs> fantastic for me. It suggests to me that there is a distinct love of tradition in your approach to music. Maybe talk a little bit about this love for traditional types of music. So when I was first starting to play guitar and picking out songs to play, you know, I, I've of course loved pop rock. I would listen to Collective Soul and Pearl Jam and Soundgarden and those grunge guitarists in the 90s. Um, so I would listen to those, but I really found myself entranced by um, these folk fingerstyle guitarists because I found them incorporating this uh, transcendental poetry, this transcendentalist poetry into their lyrics. And I loved the way that, you know, uh, songwriters like Nick Drake will incorporate that into the style of playing. You know, he's singing about a flowing river or autumn leaves, and you can hear that in the playing. I think fingerstyle guitar um, gets the lyrics across in a way that maybe strumming isn't quite capable of doing yet. It would seem to me that you use a particular guitar in mind as you're thinking about the music, lyrics, and then maybe the story or the the message that you're trying to get the music to share. So, so how do you think about the construction of all of these different elements when you're conceiving a song? That's a great question. So when I'm, when I'm starting to conceive a song, I always think about the colors that I want to paint with, you know? So if I'm playing a jazz song, I'm probably going to want a bright, shiny uh, Telecaster or uh, electric hollow body kind of sound. And that's what you hear on the album in a couple of the jazz-oriented tracks, you know, playing bossa nova-influenced things and bringing in a little bit of that classical guitar, maybe. Um, so I, I try to use colors that kind of reflect the landscapes that I'm painting with the words. Um, to, to extend the metaphor out a little bit longer. Um, so on the opening track, City Soundtracks, that one's kind of a, um, 
how to describe it. It's the hymn of a city boy that's been called away to the country, but he wants to come back. So it's kind of your reverse blues tune. I'm trying to reverse those tropes and see what would happen if someone were taken out of the city when that's where they really belonged. You know, you hear about, you know, take me home country roads, that kind of thing. I wanted to reverse that. Uh, shall I play a little song for you? All right. This is City Soundtracks. I'm playing it on the resonator guitar today. Beside the creek In a house on damp concrete At night the trains began to sigh Nostalgic metal cries As a boy of eight You could hear the levees Moaning by your door you asked your sisters why they speak when oceans they could roar. Groaning city soundtracks, the traffic's tiding back. Each step toward the cool sea foam. Just took you far from home As a boy of adolescent means You clambered to the coast Cacophony in memory You listened for the most Groaning city soundtracks The traffic's tiding back The winter sun, it's never sung your old familiar home. You promised you would taste the sun, wade into the sea. The silence taught you how to breathe. Left no space to see. darkened home gave phosphorescent glow you let the street lights veil the moon and wash their glow on you groaning city soundtracks the waters pushing Mechanical and concrete walls Your city songs will call Songstress Mary Elizabeth Lawson is the heart and artist behind Mizon Jicks. Her song, Motion, drawn from her 27 EP, In the Middle, was the most beautiful, captivating song I heard all year. When we spoke in March of 2018, I talked with Mizon Jicks about how much of herself 
emotional and psychological landscapes and experiences went into her music. Channeling these highs and lows, Mizon Jix offered this track for us in the studio. This is the first song that, the first full song that I wrote under Mizon Jix. It's called Sheep. Um, it's more of a um, more depressive um, phase for Mizon Jix. And it was inspired from experiences that I had with heartbreak and dishonesty within uh, a relationship. And here we go. Hunting me, I like a sheep, you were my wolf. When I was at my worst, you crept right in. Hunting me, I, I like a sheep, you were my wolf. When I was at my worst, you crept right in, in, in. And now, ow, ooh, you don't know what you've done to me. Now it's been a year, I'm still sitting here, cold, blue, since you left me here, howling at the moon, cause she understands we'll remain in that tall blue that you threw me in that day. Who is to blame and who is to blame and who is to blame when I'm still yours? Who is to blame? Who is to blame? I'm still yours. I'm still yours. Recognized as the 2018 Best Pop Artist and Artist of the Year by the Omaha Entertainment and Arts Awards, singer-songwriter Jocelyn came into the studio in March 2019. Given her success at a relatively young age, I asked Jocelyn if she'd always known she had talent and what it took to draw it out. Yeah, I think I've always had it. I just had to practice it. I just need to nourish it and give it some love and um, let it experience you know, let it grow, let it flourish, you know, um, everything takes work ethic, hard work and lots of time. I think everybody has something so magnificent and powerful within them. It's just about what are you going to do to make it even louder? And that's kind of what happened. I couldn't, my brother told me in the beginning, Jocelyn, you suck at singing. Like we got to get you in choir class. <laughs> and so that's when I had, you know, I was like, all right, like if you say this can make me a better singer, then I'll do it, you know? Um, and that goes for anything and anybody. If you want to become a doctor, if you want to become, you know, a mechanic, you just have to work and practice. Repetition, repetition. Do you think another reason why people respond really positively and, and you're becoming much better known is because people find something to recognize in this message of optimism that, that you're sharing. I would say I'm I'm love. I'm a big ball of love. And I know deep down that that's what everybody feels. And that's what everybody wants in the long run. And the end game is we all just want to be loved. We want to love. And we want to get off, give off good energy. And I think I'm a great representation of that. Recently signed to the global music publisher, BMG, Jocelyn had just released Speak Up, her first single with that label. She performed that for us in the studio. Yes, I'm going to sing uh, my new uh, single called Speak Up, the acoustic version. Kills you to see that I'm doing better. 
Made it out alive, now I'm going forever. Lost count all the ways, all the ways you got me down. Honest, I could say that I'm doing better. Oh, that look on your face when you hear what I say. I'll speak up so you can hear me. I'll speak up cause it's my life. I'll speak up, I'll make this easy. Cause it's who I am, who I am, that's right. Cause it's who I am, who I am. Karma's coming around and it feels so good. Hey. <laughs> Stepping up to me, oh, I wish you would. You trying to step up to me? Sick and tired of the pain and the games you played on me. Stealing back my air, it's time to breathe. Man, it feels so good, babe. I'll speak up so you can hear me. I'll speak up cause it's my life. I'll speak up, I'll make this easy. Cause it's who I am, who I am, that's right. Cause it's who I am, who I am. I'll speak up. I'll speak up. I'll speak up. Kills you to see that I'm doing better. Mm -hmm. Made it out alive, now I'm going forever. Sick and tired of the pain and the games you played on me. Stealing back my air, it's time to breathe. I'll speak up so you can hear me. I'll speak up cause it's my life. I'll speak up, I'll make this easy. Cause it's who I am, who I am, that's right. Hey, cause it's who I am, who I am. But this is the first time I've heard you perform live. Yeah. How'd you feel? (laughs) (laughs) Laura Byrne is the phenomenal talent behind the Minor Birds. When she joined me in the studio in June 2018, I asked her about her recent album, Be Here Now, which was recorded in just two weeks in January 2017, around the time of President Trump's inauguration, the Women's March, and many other tumultuous social events. The album documents the news and people's intense emotional responses to it all in real time. I asked Byrne to tell us more about the themes she explored in that album. I tend to write a lot of... um, socially conscious, uh, politically aware music. It kind of comes from my background in the DC punk scene, uh, growing up in Washington, DC with Discord records in the background. And it seems especially pertinent to speak about it right now. Uh, Because the last record I wrote, Be Here Now, I wrote right after the inauguration of Trump. and it, it feels like a schizophrenic record. I literally was writing it real time, reacting to not only the news, but people's uh, social media feeds. I was more interested to know what was going on in people's hearts and minds. And quite frankly, it feels anxious and uncertain um, because that's how everything feels right now. Um, and, you know, I, my 2012 record, Generals, was very much about like... It, women's empowerment. We can do it. I did this portrait project called The New Revolutionist, which was about powerful women in America. And uh, my very first record, however, was called What We Lose in the Fire, We Gain in the Flood. And it's a very zen look at loss and recovery, at upheaval and healing. And as I was driving from Los Angeles to LA over the past two days, I thought, man, I have kind of checked out of social media. I really have not been paying attention to the news that much. I feel like if it's an emergency, I'll pay attention to it. But I've been doing the thing that I think a lot of people have been doing, which is taking a step back and just sort of like catching my breath and paying attention to what I can um, 
what I can affect right around me, uh, in my friends' lives, in my community, in my own home, um, how I can find peace. And then I decided to listen to like four hours of Pema Chodron, <laughs> who is a Buddhist nun. Um, and she was speaking very specifically about dealing with difficult emotions. And I'd heard her talk about that before, but she was specifically talking about what do we do now or what can we do now in order to create a more peaceful um, world when so much seems so divided and um, so angry and, you know, what what's really going on and what can we actually do to possibly change it in a positive way? Is it okay if we close on the song? Yeah, I just have to figure out what song I'm going to sing. Okay. Um, maybe if I did What We Gain in the Fire, which is the first song from the first record. Beautiful. Which is a weird left field thing. And I may have to start it again because I haven't played it in a long time, but we'll see how that goes. We are ships on an ocean passing on our way back home we collide for a minute and we move on we move on I got something I don't want to lose I'm not from each other and we find our way back home though the road it seems familiar we're just remembering where to go I got something I don't want to lose I'm just starting to remember you Cause what we lose in the fire we gain in the flood What we lose in the fire we gain in the flood What we lose in the fire we gain in the flood never gone We are lost without each other as we make our way back home and though the road Yeah.
You can listen back to the full conversations and in-studio performances by these remarkable performers by downloading the podcast for each show. Go to livesradioshow.com to find these episodes and more. And subscribe to the podcast while you're there. That's the end of this week's show. Our sound engineers are Mark McGaw and Dalimar McTizik. I'm your host and producer, Stuart Chittenden. Live's radio show is an executive production of Squish Talks. Find links to podcasts of this and previous shows via our Instagram and Facebook profiles at Live's Radio Show. Join me next week for more conversation, community, and the people that bring community to life. <laughs>